0: Hey guys, and I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm Hope Lamberson, and I am giving it to you straight out of God's word through practical and biblical conversations, interviews that brings grace and truth and freedom to every person that tunes in. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in, and let's get started. guys, and I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here and you're tuning in. Hey, you know, it's been a minute since we have released an updated podcast and we are already in the middle of August. To be precise, it is actually Tuesday, August 17th, and I'm actually doing a live recording right now of some things that I've had on my heart that I've been wanting to share with you all for quite some time. Um, Many of you who follow me on social media, whether it's through Facebook or Instagram, um, you have seen that probably more than likely I have been off social media pretty consistently for over a month, maybe even up to six weeks time. We've gone through a lot of different transitions here in my life personally, in different seasons that we're navigating Towards the future with what God is having for my life and our family, and it has been the journey so far. <laughs> um, we have had some crazy things happen, some fun and exciting things happen, um, as well as just you know gathering together and figuring out some new systems um, within our household. Um, with my husband and our three boys and so I want to talk on the subject of you know I guess before we actually get into this um, topic that we're going to talk about and those of you who have actually listened to the podcast before and you know we usually just communicate in hashtags as well as we give it to you straight right it is the truth of God's Word that sets us free and brings freedom um, to us and to our hearts and our ears and for those that are listening abroad. And we actually have several people that not only listen locally in the United States, but literally all around the world globally. And so I'm just so thrilled and excited for um, everybody tuning in, subscribing, sharing and liking as you feel led to do so. Uh, leaving us a review even on Apple iTunes. And, you know, before we get in today's hashtag, can I just say, like, the world is going crazy. I mean, let's just be honest, right? Like, we are in desperate need of a Savior, which is Jesus Christ. And He is the only one that can turn any situation around in any impossible thing around and we need jesus we need jesus to move and have his way and his being in our states in our country in other countries we need his wisdom we need his protection we need his clarity and guidance um and especially if you're a christian and a believer You know, we don't need to be so focused on what every other Christian is saying or doing, but what is the Spirit of God and the voice of God saying and asking you to do for you and your family, you and your immediate household? Um, And that is vital. I am seeing that in my own life. You know more and more and there are several reasons why i have gotten off uh social media and not posting as much is because for one i mean let's just go down the list i mean there's a lot of things out there that can put fear and breed fear in you there's a lot of people's opinions that really don't need to be heard nor do i want to hear some people's opinions um, on different things that we are facing in our world and my my position right now and has been for a while within myself and my home is what is god saying to me what is god asking me to do you know how would god have me pray and so um i've been you know very strategic just personally with what god has put on my heart and even together with my husband as a family unit and even explaining different things to our children, um, you know, regardless of what they see or hear or whatever it may be, even if it seems like they're good people or whatever it is, this is what us in our household are doing. It doesn't mean it's for you or everybody, but I believe you have to know how to communicate that um, in reality with your kids And stand up for what you and your household believe. And we even know this, um, even in the Bible, when Abraham was talking to his family and his descendants to come, he was, you know, he put his foot down and he said, As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. It doesn't matter what everyone else is saying and doing and thinking and whatever, but as for me and my house, this is our position and this is our place. And this is what we are doing and sticking with. And so that comes through spending time with the voice of God and asking him for his clarity and wisdom and direction for your household and your family. Um, On a fun side note, we'll kind of switch gears here. Um, You know, my dog, he is amazing. Every day I threaten to give him away because as much as an amazing dog as he is, he's an American bully and he's a great dog. I mean, literally, I think when we got him, he pretty much potty trained himself. He did, of course, go through all the puppy stages of chewing things up, um, quite a few pairs of my shoes and ruined a whole sofa and all kinds of stuff. But he's over a year old. He's coming through. But some days I love him. And to be honest, some days I'm like, why do we even have you? Um, because you know with anything it's going to require work right like when you have kids sorry it's gonna require you to work some it's gonna require you to not be selfish and pretty much put things on the back burner for yourself in your life just to navigate your children and it's the same way with pets And so when people ask me, do I want more than one pet? Absolutely not. I mean, I would think it would be fun possibly to have two of the dogs that we have. But then other days I'm like, no, that thought is clearly not from the Lord. That is just a selfish desire for my children. Um, But here I am once again, I am the one that also takes care of the dog so um yeah so thor (laughs) he is amazing in every way and uh yeah he's thriving living his best life every single day as far as what i can tell but nonetheless you guys we're gonna jump here in uh today's hashtag and i guess really if i had to pick a hashtag on today's topic There's so many things that come to mind, but um, this journey that I've been on is basically battle after battle, fight after fight, and miracle after miracle. Um, And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about battles that we face. We're going to talk about how to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to talk about. You know how to overcome the tactics of the enemy because he's got tactics out there because just as God has a plan and knows the plan for your life and my life, the enemy knows the plan. And he's got tactics and strongholds that he wants to put on our lives to see that we don't complete the purpose and the mission and the race that God has set before us. So he will try to do anything and everything in His power to throw up a battle in front of us to see that we quit, give up, are defeated, we fell, we walk away, we throw in the towel or whatever it may be, and He will bring hell on earth. I mean, some of the things I'm going to talk to you about today with the battles that I have faced and the fight that I have had to put up, the fight for faith, to see the victory at the end, to see a miracle on a miracle, um, literally, God gets all the glory for it. But it required some things from me, and it required um, some things within myself that, you know, the Lord had to come through, and He did come through, and so therefore He gets the glory for it. So let's dive in deep to this. Welcome back to the show, Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I am Hope Lamberson. Uh, I'm 40 years old. I have three boys. One is in middle school, y'all. Already, I cannot believe it. My children are growing up before my eyes. I've been married over 18 years uh, this September, coming in a few weeks. And the Lord has been so good and so faithful. Um, along this journey of life, I look back and think, man, 18 years so far being married and 12 years having kids so far, what is the next 12 and 18 years going to look like? Um, Super excited about it all and what God wants to do and just trusting the process and totally relying on Him literally every single day. I feel like my faith is growing um, more and more. And so Um, Today we're talking about, I mentioned it earlier, if you were tuning in kind of to the just the some thoughts I was giving out earlier, but um, we're talking about miracle after miracle and fight the good fight of faith in battles. And if you follow me on my Instagram, social media, or even Facebook, I've put a couple of things here um, lately, and I'm going to kind of go through these things. But You know, I would say the last six weeks of where I'm at, when I look at different stories in the Bible and characters in the Bible, I feel like I'm Joshua right now. (laughs) I feel like, um, you know, Joshua was handpicked by Moses to go and carry out um, with the Israelites to lead them into the promised land. And that was a huge task in itself. But also Joshua knew he couldn't do it alone. He knew he was going to need the Lord. Um, obviously, but he also knew he was going to have to have Caleb to go with him to do it and that there would be giants in the land, that it wasn't just all rainbows and unicorns and everything's awesome and people love me and we're totally doing this because we know God's telling us to do this and all these things. But it was some hiccups along the way. It was some devastation. It was some battles that had to be fought. And so, Joshua is this warrior leader, but not only is he a warrior leader with this task and this mission that God has breathed upon him to complete, but he is a warrior leader who is continuously seeking God's guidance, continuously seeking God's wisdom. For everything in his life. And how many of you know it's probably a good idea we don't just talk to God and pray to God when we're in the midst of devastation or loss or, you know, a battle, but God wants to hear from us through the good, bad, and the ugly, the thick and the thin. I mean, we need to daily come to God and ask for his guidance. And, you know, through my life in these last couple of weeks, It's easy sometimes to forget good things that God has already done for us. Um, It's easy for us to not give Him daily gratitude. It's easy to magnify people's problems and even our problems that we face. And so more and more, the Lord has been reminding me um, of the goodness of God, of the faithfulness of God, that He continually invites me in every single day where he says, Hope, I just want you to come and sit with me. Just come and listen. Just come and lay down every care, every battle, every worry, um, every thought, whatever it may be, and just let me mold you and shape you into the daughter of God that I'm calling you to be. And so every day you and I receive this same invite. And I pray that we never forget who God is. I pray that we never forget what God has done, that he literally has fashioned us and placed us in the palm of his hands. And he says that our future is bright. And so we're reminded of God's promises, just as Joshua was reminded of leading the Israelites to the promised land. And God wants us to get to the promised land. He wants us to live out the purpose for our lives. But it doesn't just happen effortlessly. It doesn't just happen by chance. It doesn't just happen because it just is on a vision board. And I love some vision boards. I've seen a lot of things that I've believed happen in my life through vision boards, but it wasn't just like put it up there and say it and confess it and believe it here and there as we go through life and magically it's going to happen. No, it has required some faith. It is required um, some backbone. It has required some effort. And so when we get before God, he doesn't want us to come to him constantly just grumbling and complaining or acting afraid or unsure, or I'm tired. I want to quit. Or when your kids are driving you nuts and you're on your last little nerve, you know, he sees every care question and concern and battle But he said, we're called to dig deep into the word. We're called to ask for his counsel and his guidance every single day. And throughout the book of Joshua, he is actually, um, God is constantly telling Joshua. He's constantly reminding him, if you haven't read the book of Joshua, that there is battle after battle after battle and a fight that has to be made through every battle. Because how many of you know, you don't go into battle and not be ready to fight. Like if you're going to win the war and conquer battle after battle after battle, like Joshua and Caleb did, you go in with this attitude, like you have messed with the wrong person, right? Like I've literally been telling the enemy with the battles that I've been faced with in the last six weeks, like, devil, you have really screwed up because you chose the wrong family. You chose the wrong chick to mess with because regardless of what you're trying to do or distort or tear apart or whatever, you know, there's so many different adjectives I could use, but regardless, like I'm going to hold my head up. I'm going to speak God's word in life. I'm going to say what God's word says. I know that God is faithful. I've seen him move and work in my life. I've seen his goodness in my life. And because of that, I will continue to stand my ground through a firm foundation. And I refuse to be shaken off of what my faith is And what God's word says in his word about my life and about my future, I refuse. And so you have to get loud and ugly with the devil. You have to let him know that whatever you're trying to throw against me, I will not be shaken off of my faith through the word of God. And we have to remind ourselves just as Joshua did That he said, God is telling him over and over, Joshua, do not be afraid or discouraged because I am with you wherever you go. And sometimes we feel discouraged. Sometimes we feel afraid. Sometimes we feel like, why is this happening? Lord knows I have felt this way in the last six weeks. I'm like, God, where are you? How is this happening? Like I have felt defeated, discouraged, afraid if I'm honest with you. On so many different things um, of life and different, you know, situations that I'm going to talk to you about, but I had to come to the place in my life, and after one battle was won through the victory. And here comes the next battle because that's what the enemy does. He's not just going to quit and give up when he just sees, oh, you've got this one battle taken care of. He will do whatever he can to get you out of your relationship with God, to get you out of the word of God, to get you out of what you truly believe about God and his goodness. And that's why when Paul is talking in First Timothy six twelve, he says, This is the fight. It's the good fight of faith. And he uses the word fight twice because like I said, when you're in a battle, you better know how to fight. When you're faced up with against something, you better know like who's on your side and what weapons you have ready, right? You got to be ready to use them. I mean, that's why even the Word of God teaches us that when we're going into battle, we put on the whole armor of God. We don't just grab the the sword of the spirit and leave the shield and you know, a faith and the helmet. We don't just put on some of it. We have to go ready into the battle knowing that God is with us every step of the way. And that we are not to be afraid of discouraged, no matter what the report is, because of what God has already done and the goodness that he's already shown in our lives. And a while back, many of you know, like, and I still have not completed this, but you know, it's straight talk. So I'm going to be open and honest and real with y'all on this, but I have wanted to write a 31 day devotional book about some of my own personal devotionals the Lord has put on my heart through journaling. And so that was supposed to happen last year in 2020. And lo and behold, you know, the whole thing strikes with COVID and everything. And so um, that didn't get done. It got all the way written, edited, everything. But I never got a release to go ahead and release that and still have not. And so when I've gone to the Lord and asked about that, he's like, I want you to go back and rewrite some of those things in it. So that is kind of where that is um, on the process of that. But one of those things in the Devo that I wrote about was along the lines of faith. And it was along the lines of when do you, when do I quit believing? We don't quit believing that God is good, we don't quit giving up on God and the situation or whatever it may be until it is complete. Like you keep believing whatever you're believing for, maybe it's a goal or a dream or a loved one to be healed or maybe it's something that you're faced with right now and you need to see a turnaround happen in your life. You don't quit believing until God comes through, until it reaches completion. You fight until you see it to completion. And we finish the fight. We don't just give up and quit. And you're going to be wanting to give up and quit. You're going to be saying it's not worth it. Or time is going month after month, week after week, day after day. When is the battle going to turn around? When am I going to see the victory? When is this going to happen and take place? But we continue to fight the good fight of faith because faith does not just happen, but faith requires a fight. It requires anything And I'm learning this in my own life. Anything that is done in faith requires a fight. Anything that is done in faith and that sees a victory has required you and I to fight. Maybe it's fighting, um, you know, with our words, making sure our words are right. Maybe it's required us to forgive and walk in love and shut the heck up. I mean, who knows what it's required of you? But one thing that I know that it has required of me is that every battle that I have faced, the way that I saw the victory is through continually seeking God's guidance and not giving up on the good things that he's already done in my life. Cause he's done some good things. He's brought me out of all kinds of craziness in my life that I walked through from a young age to teenage years up until now that I am so thankful That not necessarily I walked through that, but I'm so thankful I didn't give up on myself in the midst of those situations or letting others down, letting myself down, that I still chose to see myself how God chose to see myself and have seen the victory from it. And so the enemy's out there, y'all. The Bible talks about that the enemy is out there seeking who he can devour, tear apart. And he is so stupid and I hate him. And I tell my kids this all the time. I hate the devil because he is a thief. His number one mission is not just to derail and distract and do whatever he can off the plan and the purpose of God for our life, but he comes in seeking uh, those that he can pull away from God, those who he can quit, uh, if he can get a door in, if you will, to your heart or your head, if he can get in some way, somehow, and cause your faith to weaken and cause you not to believe that God is still good and his plan for you has not changed, if he can find a foothold to get in your life, he knows that he can start winning the battle over your victory. And you and I have to come to the point and the place in our life where we rise up every single day, sometimes several times a day, and say, no, you don't. Not here, not in this body, not in this household, not in these finances, not in these children. And you have to get loud with the devil. And so in my own life, these last few weeks, I have been attacked, I feel like on every side of every kind of situation. And I was telling somebody, um, one of my friends through a text, I'm like, you can't make this stuff up. Like literally everything that we have been faced with in the last six weeks, you can't even make this stuff up. And most people wouldn't even believe it. But as you guys know, like, I believe in miracles. I'm just going to say it. I am a miracle for one because the enemy has been trying to attack me over and over, like I said, early in my teenage years. So I am a walking miracle. Um, The devil has tried to, to do whatever he can to make sure that I don't stay and do what God's calling me to do. And I'm like, no, the time is not up. And so I believe in miracles and I ask you this question. Do you believe in them? Have you seen miracles in your life? Have you seen the goodness of God? Have you seen the faithfulness of God? You know, what about continuing to believe God, even when you can't see the situation turning around or getting better or happening for you, do you still believe? Do you still worship him? Do you still thank him? Do you still go to church or online church even, or get in the word of God? Do you still talk about the faithfulness and the goodness of the father, even in in the midst of a battle, even when it seems like it's not turning around, you're not winning the goodness of God. It's taking God at his word of everything that he says that he is, is true. It's totally relying on God that whatever the Bible says, I'm choosing to believe that he still has a plan, that he's still faithful, that he's still good. And I'm taking him at his word. It means I have to not lose sight of where I'm going. I have to remind myself of what God has said. I have to remind myself of how good he truly is and trust God's timing. I have to fight the good fight of faith. And so through this, when Paul is saying all these things about not giving up, about seeing it through the end until completion and all these things, you know, one of the things that I saw a miracle on in my own life was, um, we were being pressed for time and there's nothing like a press for time in the natural, like God has his own timing with things. But when you're pressed for something in the natural, let's just say you have a bill to pay and they're saying, if you don't pay this bill by this time, you know, all is going to fail. It's going to get turned off. Well, there's a timing on that, right? And it's the same way. Like we had this situation where I was being pressed for time with finding, Um, a rental house and so our house was on the market that whole story is crazy in itself Um, but the Lord was continuing to show out and come through for me. And so anyway, um, we, without going into all the details and the story of it, there was a lot of pressure there from different angles and viewpoints and all these kinds of things on all different sides. And there was a lot of pressure and anxiousness and having to make a decision within a short amount of time. And that's never fun. It's never fun for you and your family, especially when things are packed up and you're trying to make multiple decisions about schools, about where to live, how to find a rental home. There's nothing available. What are we going to do? And all these things. And so I literally needed three miracles to happen within less than really a week span of time. And while I was believing for literally three miracles to happen running around like a chicken with my head cut off, the enemy was like, oh, it's not good enough. They they still have faith. They're still fighting the good fight of faith. They're still believing. They're still putting their hand to work with action on top of confession. And so we got to hit them with something else. And so it was one thing after another from finding a rental home, which I found, um, which was a total miracle um, that it even came up basically on the market to move my family in that I had only seen twice in a short amount of time because other people were trying to also get the rental home, but they kept getting disapproved. And we, I knew we were going to get it, but it was through a process and we, we got it or whatever. And that was great and everything, but you know, that was happening. Then I'm having to switch schools. So I was believing on the right schools and them to start on time. And, you know, this is new and it's different. It's for a year that they're going to be doing this and, you know, all this. So that experience was different, trying to get all of that switched and then set up and moved. And and then we have to do it by myself. I had to end up moving us and my children by myself because then sweet beefcake, bless his heart, ended up um, getting COVID on top of that. And so, it was crazy crazy and that was the fourth miracle that i needed to happen was for my spouse because it's a real deal and and really you know i'm just going to speak candid but we take for granted things like that and we sweep things under the rug with different things and my hubby needed a healing and a cure in his body because his situation wasn't just a normal situation like He was needing God to supernaturally touch his lungs and touch his healing and see a supernatural turnaround in his life that terrified me and frightened me even to the point where they had said he might have to go to the hospital. And so nobody likes to hear that. Like on top of me trying to navigate and believe and see my faith come through from a sell of a home to finding a rental to switching schools to getting us moved to all these different things. It was like, okay, the enemy's like, what else can I do to wear wear them down? Because he was wearing us down, wearing us down. Um, I felt like somewhat spiritually, physically, all these different things. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, when you get a report about your family member like that, it was hard for me. And it was in the midst of me Um, driving around with my children. And I, I got loud in the McDonald's parking lot. Like I got loud and let the enemy know to take his hands off of my spouse, take his hands off of my spouse's health, take his hands off of everything we were trying to do and move and all these things that he had messed with the wrong person, you know, and my kids were just like, what in the name of Jesus is happening? But they were right behind me, like speaking the right things as well. And it was a moment. It was a moment in time where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to fight this battle with faith that has required a new faith that I had never experienced from battle to battle to battle because none of it was easy. That's why Paul says you're going to have to fight You're going to have to get in there and put your dukes up and go to war with the devil using the voice of God and the spirit of God and the wisdom of God and the word of God and do this with God and his timing. And so the great news of it all and the victory has been won with four miracles is that You know, we ended up finding the rental home. I got us moved in. Everything was going well with it. My kids adjusted to school, had to start school late, which was another bump in the road. But you know what? They are healthy and they're doing great. And everybody is, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing in their schools um, with that transition. And, um, you know, my husband's health is much better. He did not have to go to the hospital God supernaturally started moving and working in his body with the right uh, medicines that he needed to overcome it. And he's still on his way to 100% feeling like the energy level is there. But I'm here to tell you, like, I will not allow the enemy to come in and think that he can win or overtake whatever he's trying to throw against me. And there has even been some personal battles within myself if that wasn't good enough. You know, if that wasn't all too, how are you doing this and dealing with this? On top of that, my personal health and heart was fluttering um, for over a month where I was like, something doesn't feel right. And so I had to go to a heart doctor and... Literally everything was fine. Praise the Lord. Um, Nothing to be concerned or worried about there, but had to wear a heart monitor for a week um, just to make sure that it was doing what it needed to do. And everything went well with that. So God gets the glory. God, I mean, none of this. God gets all the glory for it. He gets the glory for the healing and health. He gets the glory for the home. He gets the glory for my kids and their schools. He gets the glory, y'all. He gets the glory so he's still good. And even when it seems like it's not going to happen, because on every one of those situations, there was fear, there was discouragement, there was heartache, there was all these questions and concerns, but I still hung on to the promise of God. I still hung on to hope and anchored myself in the bedrock of God's word, letting God know that nothing will shake me, that my foundation and my anchor is built on Jesus Christ and his word. And I will get through this. I will overcome this. I will see the land of the living. I will eat in the land of the living and see God's victory and his promises come to pass for myself, my children and my spouse. And God is moving and God is working and the devil can't stand it. But we know this that just because we're Christians and maybe we won a couple battles or victories doesn't mean that there's nothing out in front of us. God still reminds us that as we cling to him and focus on him and his truth and the reality of who he is, that we still have to anchor ourselves in the counsel and the wisdom of God, seeking after his wisdom, even over the opinion and wisdom of others and other people's opinions, like getting God's word. Find out who God's word says about you and what he says about your children and how he tells you to run your business and your job and your finances and the plan that he has for you when was the last time we actually asked god what do you think and what should i do on this how should i address this and handle this and i'm telling you there is a faith in me that has been (laughs) released over the last couple weeks where i have not i've gone like i said i've gone through some things but actually coming out on the winning side, seeing God's goodness and faithfulness and choosing to believe that He is still faithful, He is still good, and and that He will continue to show His favor and blessing upon me. And there are still things right now Um, Even that I am dealing with and that I am facing right now that I'm still believing that God is going to move and show himself strong and turn around things because I refuse to back down and believe that God has brought me this far and my family this far that he will not forsake me. He will not. I tell God all the time, you will not fail me you will not fail me. Just as you told Joshua and just as you told Caleb to do something that was on their heart to do, you reminded them over and over, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid for I will go with you wherever you go. And he even says, he tells them, be strong and be courageous. And when you're in a battle and you want to see victory after victory and miracle after miracle, that only God himself can get the glory. It comes through your faithfulness of fighting y'all. It comes through your faithfulness of not only being faithful to do what God's asking you to do, but being faithful to surrender, holy surrender, galloply surrendering everything that you have on all fours, if you will, crying out to God that he is still good and that he is still faithful and he will come through. It even says, I love this, in the first chapter of Joshua, in Joshua 1 verse 8, he says, This book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you will observe everything that is written in it and you will succeed at whatever it is that you need to do. If you want to succeed in your marriage, if you want to succeed in parenting, if you and I want to succeed in our coming and going, whatever it is, it's it reminds us, how do we do this? We do it with the Holy Spirit and we do it with Jesus, but we also do it by meditating on the word day and night, not letting it depart from our mouths. Because I'm here to tell you, if it, if God's word's not coming out of my mouth and God's word's not coming out of your mouth, then I'm not meditating enough. I'm not meditating in God's word day and night. I'm not, I'm not. I may be reading it, but is it really getting in me? Am I really seeing God's word come and show forth fruit out of my mouth and out of my life? Because He says to carefully observe everything that is written in it. We are to meditate on God's word every single day, day and night, so that it does not depart out of our mouths. You know, what we meditate on should be in our mouth because out of abundance of our heart, we know this, right? Matthew 12, 34, it says out of an abundance of your heart, the mouth will speak. How can you tell what you're full of? Are you full of worry and fear and this and that or or whatever it may be? You know, if I'm speaking uh fear and worry and all that, then I must not be meditating on God's word. I must have doubted somewhere along the way that God quit coming through for me, that God uh, wasn't going to be able to turn the situation around or or whatever it may be. But God says when you speak and declare his word and remind yourself of the goodness of God, it says that you will begin to speak out the promises of God rather than the problems that you're facing. And my God is able, y'all my God is able. He is able to do any impossible thing. And these were things that I had walked through in the last six weeks that were impossible. No man could even put their hand on it (laughs) to make it happen, to make it change, to make it turn around like You know, it seemed like hope was lost on every side or you come out ahead over here, but then this would happen over there. And it was like, can I get a freaking break, you know? Or whatever it may be. And and God was like, I want you to continue to fight the good fight of faith. I want you to continue to see that the victory is won for those who put action behind what they say, who put action behind what God's promises are and confess it with your mouth and believe in your heart that I am still good because of my faithfulness. And you know what? God wants to be faithful and he is faithful to us, but he also wants our faithfulness to God. He wants us in his presence. He wants us worshiping him. He wants our faithfulness. He wants our time. He wants our devotion because without God in my life, I am nothing. I mean, even without faith, Even without faith, it is impossible to please God. You may be a great person doing a lot of good things and you may think you're living your best life or whatever it may be, but what are you in faith for? What are you contending for right now? What are you fighting for right now? What do you see need to see a breakthrough and a turnaround for in your life? I want to encourage you, meditate on God's word. Remind yourself that God is good. He is loving. He is faithful and that he will come through for you. He's a God of miracles, just like he did miracles years ago. He does the same miracles today. So I want to leave you with that. Hold on to the promises of God, wherever it is, whatever he's put on your heart, wherever he's taking you. Don't let the enemy come in and put fear and torment and lies and deceit and Whatever else he wants to throw across your path, you come in and you stir yourself up in the word of God and you remind the devil, you remind the devil that the battle's already been won, that the victory is already yours and God gets all the glory for it because only God can do some things and turn some things around of what you're wanting turned around in your life. So hold on to the confession of your faith. Hold your head up high. Stand your grounds. Let nothing move you. Let nothing shake you. Let nothing distract you and get you off course and you choose to hold on to God's promises and his word and believe that he will come through for you according to his plan and his purpose and in his perfect timing because friend he will come through he will come through for you don't you dare I don't know who in the heck needs to hear all this but I was like I'm about to do a podcast on this sucker because I need to hear it for myself I have walked through some battles I have seen some discouragement I have faced some horrible, you know, reports or whatever it may be, but my God is faithful. My God is good. And the same God that I serve is the same God that you need to be serving is Jesus Christ. He's the only way. He's the only one who can help our situation. He's the only one who can calm our fears. He's the only one who can take impossible situations and make impossible where men are like, how in the heck did they walk through that? How in the heck did they do what God was asking them to do? How did they see God's faithfulness on that? And how did they do it by himself? You're never by yourself. God says when you call on his name, just saying the name of Jesus. I told my kids that a few weeks ago when we were in our car. I said, just saying the name of Jesus when you feel discouraged. Just saying the name of Jesus when you feel overwhelmed and frightened. Just saying the name of Jesus causes all of hell and sickness and disease and. and- Deceit and whatever it is to fall and bow its name to the name that's above every name and every illness and sickness and disease and, and whatever it is, it has a name and it has to bow to the name of Jesus that his blood has already been shed and paid upon that cross for you and I's health and redemption and restoration and forgiveness and whatever God wants to do, God says he's well able to do it. And so I encourage you, I encourage you to know God. I encourage you to walk with God during these times and these seasons and these ages, whatever it may be in your life that you're believing for, whatever age or demographic you are, wherever you're living, it doesn't even matter. Call on the name of Jesus get on your knees, get on your face before God, pour out your heart and soul to God and let him speak and encourage and equip you and direct you and give you counsel and wisdom on where your feet are supposed to tread upon whatever territory it is. And watch God do what seems impossible. Watch him turn it around where he gets every ounce of glory for it. Because the God that I serve is a God of miracles. The God that I serve is a God who does exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ever ask or think. Friend, I hope this helped you today. I hope it ministered life and wisdom and encouragement to your heart today. Whatever you're facing with, whatever you feel like you're going through or you've lost, remember, regardless of what it is, God says he is with you. He says that there is still hope for you. There is still hope for you. In the midst of any heartache, in the midst of any situation or devastation, hold on to the promises of God. Anchor yourself deep into the bedrock of Jesus Christ, and he will see you through. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Straight Talk with Hope.